Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 41 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I know this is not usually our normal uh, day and time for the show. This is our end-of-the-year edition of the Box Office Beatdown Show, where my colleague and I talk about the biggest hits and flops of 2019 as far as box office goes. As always, for the Box Office Beatdown Show, I am joined by my co-host, LC Screen Talk, Larry. Larry, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Just um, hanging out, you know, once again at work, doing the show from work. So really excited. <laughs> <laughs> really excited to talk to you here today. We finally have our Cinemania World Awards up, like some of our nominations. So yeah. very nice to see everyone's comments and stuff. Um, but how are you doing? Good. Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, we have our pretty much our final numbers of the year, really, coming out this week with uh, the last releases. So, yeah, we exactly. can start to talk about the, the yearly roundup. Exactly. And I'm excited to do this for the first time because, you know, one of the big surprises of this year was how big this show got for you and I. Um, it was kind of a last-minute decision. I've always been interested in box office. I, I remember noticing when you always posted the box office on your on your Twitter, and then I just asked you, because no one else really seemed interested in the box office the way I was, you know, and I'm always just interested in seeing the numbers and stuff, so I was very happy to start this show off. We're gone 41 episodes, in, and it's been great. So it's been one of our top shows, so I'm very excited to get into these this year-end episode where we talk about all the, um, the hits, the misses, the disappointments, the surprises of the year as far as box office, the global, the global like you know phenomenons of the year i'm sure we all know one movie but um let's get right into it let's get right into it so we're not going to talk about no top five everyone this is just a uh, a, a year round like a year a recap of 2019 as far as box office goes it's been a very interesting year and i've been very yeah. excited to do this show because it's been like a mess and then it's been like some good times <laughs> it's been some crazy times as far as the box office one of the worst years for animated in a while i don't know what happened uh-huh. You know, so, um, yeah, let's get right into it. So first things first, let's talk about some of the surprises of the year. So um, surprises meaning like like movies that released that Larry and I were probably like probably like kind of like throw it under the rug. Not completely, but like kind of give it like a lower kind of box office. that kind of opened up actually big and actually made big money. I think one of the big ones from this year as we start off was definitely Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. That was near the top of my list. So worldwide, as of right now, Downton Abbey has made $190.1 million off of a $17 million budget. So Mm. it's made over 11 times its budget. It opened at $31,096.8 of that came just from the U.S. and Canada. And we we looked uh, straight up clown and fool when we said, ah, maybe four or five million. In our prediction. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember I was like, oh, Larry. I think I said lower. I think I said like $2 million <laughs> or something. And then it opened to like, what, what was it, like a $26 million 31, weekend? 31 yeah, 31. I remember that. It was insane. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never felt like a, a, a complete buffoon um, that, when that, that happened. But... Of the year. Like, we've had some off moments this year. I'd say overall, we're pretty all right. We're usually in the ballpark at least. But this one was the biggest just wipe out we had in our prediction <laughs> right exactly i don't know what happened it wasn't our one of, it was not our uh, our brightest weekend i remember how we were just so both embarrassed but down now we did really well for, for for a little movie like that for a little company and stuff like that they they they, they did really really good so i was definitely i was happy to see it you know and every and it kept having those remember how like good of a legs it had too like it was yeah. good so um it, it did pretty good I, I think it just went out on blu-ray a couple of weeks ago so yeah good for that movie Anytime um you can get over that like 10 times your budget i mean you're right Pretty big hit, regardless. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It did, it, did, it, did, it did great. So I was excited for it. Um, what are some of the other surprises we got? Yeah, so some of the other surprises I think this year was another one we both loved. We actually did the review together here on the channel, and that was mm-hmm. Hustlers. Yes, uh, yes. So Hustlers, as of now, is up 
made up to 156.5 million off of a 20 million dollar budget so it's made 7.8 times its budget talking about great openings that one opened to 33.2 million and here domestic it's been it's been quite the hit at 104.9 million so i know when the concept came out when those trailers started rolling people got a little bit intrigued but i don't know that any of us expected it to be quite this big hit and then award contender that it's turned out to be right um yeah hustlers i remember uh this was this had a 20 million dollar budget which is not not bad for a movie like this um and then for it to it opened up really really it didn't open up huge but it's just the legs that that stuck with the word of mouth for this movie really really helped and stuff the critic scores people to everyone talking about the oscar bus for j-lo helped the movie a lot as well as far as legs and then by the end of its run it made 156 million um and that's pretty good that's a that's a damn good that's a damn good um like that's a damn good um uh, get back on on that on that budget you know for really a, for a r-rated you know exactly, super heist yeah. movie <laughs> with cardi b and lizzo exactly so i mean i wasn't expecting it to be uh this big of a big this big of a hit as far as uh 2019 so that's definitely a, more, a, another big uh surprise um what else we got no one big one was rocket man yeah, so Rocket Man, uh, so close to 200 million worldwide, it got right, up to 195.2 right. million off of a 40 million dollar budget. So its budget was a little bit higher. Had those costumes to to put together, I guess. Um, but that was another one, 96.4 million domestic, 25 million dollar opening. So Rocket Man just show all of these also are, are adult films. Um, really, that kind of broke out with Rocket Man, with Downton Abbey, and to a degree with Hustle which I think actually is a little bit younger of an adult audience. But, you know, these are all a little bit older, skewing movies that found an audience this year. Yeah, um, another, I remember uh, this movie came out earlier in the year and it opened, it was another, like, the things about the movies that are, like, surprising of the years, that they all had really good legs. And this was one of them that just, like, it kept... It was that movie of the summer that the older audiences and the the kind of um you know kind of biopic kind of fandom was really kind of dra- gravitating towards as far as summertime goes. So um yeah, I remember this doing a forty million dollar production budget, a global box office of one ninety five, which is really really strong. So yeah. really good on that one. And then we have. Uh, horror films. I, I would be remiss without mentioning all of these horror films that at this point can be seen as nothing but a huge success because their budgets were so low that the amount they made was insane. So we have Glass, which mm-hmm. was a $20 million budget, but it ended up making $246.9 million worldwide. Insane. It's insane. Incredible, right? Us uh, also had a $20 million budget, made $255.1 million worldwide. So that's over almost 13 times its budget. Um, we have Escape Room has one of the best budget to worldwide grosses of the year actually it was made on a nine million dollar budget and made 155.7 worldwide that's That's one of my 17 million or 17 times its budget that's insane and and that's one of my sleeper sleeper kind of um guilty pleasures of the year too so i'm happy to hear about (laughs) escape room everyone cannot can stop hating on escape room it was fantastic Uh, um made 13.57 multiplier off of a nine million dollar budget it made 122.1 ma (laughs) ma only made 60.5 million worldwide which may not seem like a great number but it only cost five million to make, so it ended up making twelve times what it cost to make. I mean, See, that's, that's the thing about those horror movies. The horror movie genre is like that's that's why they're so. That's why there's so many of them out there because you can make them for a buck, film it in a house, and the movie will make. I mean, I think one of the movies that kind of paved the way for that was Paranormal Activity. Uh, with like, I remember their budget was like it was like ten grand at one point, and it and it and it made like. It like quadruple, yeah, exactly. It was like, and then, and then people, people have been taking that formula, especially yeah. Blumhouse, and running with it. And I think that's the right thing to do, of course. I mean, because like, why not? Like you just mentioned, Ma, Ma, five million dollar budget, making all that money, all those Conjuring films, like some of the some of the spinoffs Annabelle, do not, yeah, they too, do. It made eight times its budget. 
How did Midsummer do? I don't think I don't remember it, Midsummer cost a little bit more. That's that's right. the bigger problem with Midsummer. It cost a little bit more than these. But even a movie like Ready or Not, that we kind of were sad that it didn't do better, it still made fifty seven point six off of a six million dollar budget. So it made over nine point six times its budget back. So you know, even when we're a little bit disappointed with performances, if if it costs six million dollars, you know, you don't have to make. Avengers money. You just got to make some money and you're good. <laughs> right. And I also remember, um, with that being said, too, uh, Crawl. Crawl was in the box office for a good amount of time, a good couple of weeks as well, doing pretty good. Yeah, um, so, yeah. One. That one, I think, had a little bit more CGI, but that one cost 13.5. It ended up making 91.5 million worldwide. So, a great bad. number there. Parasite <laughs> is another one. It's hard to find the exact budget for Parasite because it's listed in Korean um, dollars, so doing the conversions. But Parasite was made for around 13-ish million, and it's right. made 126.09. Oh, <laughs> That's fantastic. You're thinking about that one, right? That's yeah. really good. That's pretty That's, good. And this one I know you'll love. Five Feet Apart is one of the big sleeper hits of 2019 yeah. that I don't know that anyone <laughs> would think of. That only yeah. cost $7 million to make. And it's made ninety one point five million worldwide. Uh, yes, I mean, yes. that's a great, that's a great <laughs> box office sleeper for the year. Oh, it is, it is, it is. And um, speaking of some sleepers, uh, let's get into some disappointments as far as box office goes. Not complete flops, but just movies that, like, by the end of their run, just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, close enough. And you're like, eh, that was not that great. What do we got? Uh, well, I think the biggest disappointment of the year has to be X-Men Dark's Phoenix. I mean, uh. it barely made back its budget. It cost way too much. It cost $200 million to make, and it made $252.4 million. So that is the lowest X-Men film in history, including the one back from 2000. Way back in 2000, it made more worldwide than this. It's the only X-Men film in the franchise history not to make $100 million domestic. It only made 65, And it also had the lowest X-Men opening weekend of all time with just $32.8 million. Again, lower, unadjusted. This is not inflation. That's lower than the 2000 movie opened. So... I, I mean, it's just as terrible. It didn't even crack 300 million worldwide. It barely cracked 250 worldwide. Oof. Yeah, it was one of those X Men movies that, like this, we when they when this all this was happening with that movie and uh, New Mutants, we um, we we saw that these uh, Dark Phoenix was dead on arrival. That's what happened, and they 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 released it. Um, the whole Disney versus Fox thing. Uh, they released it, and then they had nothing else they they couldn't do. They couldn't do anything about it they released it it was out no one really went to go see it um and then it had these awful numbers and i remember like that weekend talking about those numbers with you like it was just it was bad what was it like 31 that that weekend yeah 32.8 opening i mean that's oh. terrible and you know awful. everybody thought yeah. apocalypse was such a letdown but even apocalypse uh would double over doubled that opening <laughs> yeah it's... this is a huge decline just from apocalypse yeah it's one of the worst, the worst like openings as far as like well, as far as for superhero movie as well. Um, so yeah, it's not this. It's not completely a flop. It kind of is, but it's yeah. more. I mean, they did still lose money, unfortunately, because right. the conventional wisdom is make about two to three times your budget, and this did not do that. Right. It was just really, really, um, really, really bad number on their part. Um, what else do we got for some disappointments for the year? Another one that kills me personally is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. It's right, definitely yep. a disappointment for the year. Um, so it ended up making $385.9 million worldwide off of a $170 million budget. It only opened to $47.7 million. I remember um, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a really big decline. So just for comparison's sake... Godzilla from 2014 made 524.9 million worldwide, and Kong Skull Island made 566.6 worldwide. So both of those almost, you know, they're 150 million plus more than what this movie made. And it was just a huge decline. It's another one. It 
it did double its budget, but just barely. Um, and I think we all were were hoping for at least half a bill, you know. <laughs> yeah, especially um, I remember when it came out because even the first Godzilla movie did like what in the nineties. Yeah, um, the first Godzilla movie opened to ninety three. And I remember it being just a, a big disappointment for uh, King of the Monsters because uh, Skull, Skull Island did okay and stuff, but like I think. I don't think with the with the with, with the release date and the trailers for King of the Monsters, I was not expecting that forty seven million. I was expecting. I think you and I were like going like yeah. in the sub in the seventy yeah. range at least. Um, it didn't even come close. It kind of reminds me of um, a little bit of Ready Player One's numbers and stuff when that when that released. Yeah. Like you know, you think of like a you think like a big high budget you think like a big high budget movie like that would make so much money and it just doesn't. Um, and it just goes to show that like like people are very picky of what they want to go see and stuff in the summertime and just in general you know um, it was just and so it's like, sad because those trailers were so good they and were, all of the, they the were. posters the artwork that they released was so amazing and then to see nobody cared was like whoa i mean of right. course reviews probably didn't help the film any but man i mean it was because i remember loving that trailer i think it was yeah. the one with the little with the little humming thing the mm, mm, like that one <laughs> like seeing that in a, in a big theater was really cool so i just thought it was just gonna appeal to so much people all the billboards for the movie was so cool so i just thought it was gonna appeal to a bit a wider audience especially for the summertime bring your little rascals bring the kids you know what i'm saying and just like yeah. and it's just I don't know, just didn't do it. I also thought what was going to help the movie was Millie Bobby Brown because I feel like this is her first movie. She's really big off the Stranger Things, but it just like, like, it just goes to show that no one really is that big draw anymore like they used to be. Like, if you, if this is like the 80s or 90s and Stranger Things is a big thing, people probably would have went to go see this movie a lot more yeah. to flock over Millie Bobby Brown. That just wasn't the case, you know? Yeah. Um, it was very, so I, I remember that. I remember that, that number. Yeah, um, <laughs> we have any others? I would... Yeah, we have to talk about Dr. Sleep. Uh, oh. That's a huge disappointment that's that's, for the year. That's a, that's a whole flop there. I don't know what you thought. That's, not, that's a whole flop. Oh, Dr. gosh. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Sleep, it, it made $71.8 million so far worldwide off of a $45 million budget. It hasn't even doubled that budget. 1.59 times. 14 million opening. I know it kills us all <laughs> at Cinemania. We're all just so sad every time we think Everyone, about it. Everyone, yeah. That's the We're one thing we all so we all come together. That's the one thing we all come together about is like <laughs> <laughs> the Doctor Sleep numbers. That's it. We'll be brawling in the streets, and if we bring up Doctor Sleep, suddenly we're all holding hands and crying together. <laughs> um, I don't know yeah. what happened there. I mean, I guess that could have been in the sequelitis. Ad Astra is another pretty big disappointment. Uh, One hundred twenty-seven point two million worldwide off of an $80 million budget. Woo. Um, so that, it didn't even double its budget. Um, I was going to mention Alita Battle Angel, but I mean, I'm yeah. looking at it right now. It's fine. Alita, Alita no. did just over double its budget. It made 404.8. The problem, problem with a lot of these that we, that are flops or that make it onto this list of disappointments is their budgets are so huge. We've talked about Dark Phoenix, 200 million. Godzilla, 170 million. Alita Battle Angel, 170 million. It's just like, you can't, I mean, you have to make huge numbers. Midway is another one. Midway oh, actually oh, yeah, yeah. about it being like a nice surprise hit because it actually debuted at number one over Doctor Strange. But when you look at it, it's only made 114.4 million worldwide. Right. It cost a hundred million dollars to make, so that should be like a fun little sleeper hit for the year with 114, because you know it was a, a smaller kind of release movie, but it costs so much money that it's it's basically a flop. It barely got its money back. <laughs> right, right. It's um, yeah. And I remember um, one of the movies that I was like, I remember that one. There was one movie that I'm forgetting that. It was just like did not open well and just like wasn't moving and I didn't know what was going on with it but I'm blanking on it right now but I do remember midway because like at first we're like oh that big opening is not bad and stuff and then if you get into some disappointments as far as the animated goes throughout the year like you know um I know how to train a dragon a secret world did okay for the most part 
Yeah. Uh, that one, Frozen and Toy Story are, are definitely the saving graces. Right. Actually, a surprise hit when I was looking at like just how much they cost versus how much they made is the mm-hmm. Adams Family. So the Adams Family has quietly snuck up to 193.9 million worldwide, and it only costs 24 million to make. So that one is like a sleeper hit that I don't think any of us have even thought of, <laughs> really. But right. that was a shock. Um, Dumbo is another one as we're starting to talk about more family related films that just mm-hmm. did not take flight. It cost $170 million to make Dumbo and it made $353.2 million worldwide. Oh. And even in a year where Maleficent underperformed, that's $136 million underneath Maleficent. Like that's $136 below any of the other Disney live action. So mm-hmm. this is definitely one of the like eek stains on Disney's pretty amazing 2019 box office record. Yeah, I remember um I remember uh uh looking at those looking at those numbers. I, I didn't realize that the Adams family did so did so well. Oh me either until I saw it. I was like, oh wow <laughs> I didn't realize that this had done so good. <laughs> right. Um so that's a little surprising on my part and stuff so that's pretty good i guess um do you have any other disappointments or should we move right, right into flops yeah i guess should we talk about sequels here uh since we're oh talking yeah because quite a few of these animated ones are sequels so uh, yeah so that was one of the big questions so one of the big questions that i wanted to bring up on this episode that has been going on all year is the disappointing numbers for like sequels a lot of remakes yeah. a lot of movies that think that uh, that Hollywood thought would pop off as far as bringing in for the new audiences like would just flop like like Shaft, Men in Black International, uh, Secret, Life of, Secret Life of Pets 2. Like there's so many movies that, that were sequels that just did not do as well as Predecessor and stuff. So uh, what are some what are some of those? Yeah, so I'm going to kick us off with one of the earliest ones that just did not take like the last ones have. And that's the Lego movie 2. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So that one had that, a yeah. $99 million budget. Worldwide, it's made 191.3. It, it didn't even break $200 million worldwide. Yeah. So, that. yeah, it's better than Lego Ninjago, but not by a whole lot. Uh, it has way worse numbers than Lego Batman movie. It's uh, less than half of what the Lego movie made in its run on a smaller budget. The Lego Movie 2, I think I heard that they've they've pretty much halted moving forward with the Lego movies, and it seems like they just keep getting diminishing returns. Lego Movie opened great, Lego Batman did great, right. and Jago did terrible, and then Lego Movie 2 wasn't able to rebound, and whew, I don't know what happened to that franchise, but here we are. Well, I remember the... Uh, Jago from a few years ago, just bombing. I remember that actually. Uh, but I, I remember a flat out bomb. At least yeah. like a movie too, quite swoop to those levels, but it still didn't do good. Yeah, and the trailers were good. I don't know what it was, but it looks like they, it looks like the Lego movies just wasn't popping off with the audiences like like uh, Warner Brothers was expecting. And I guess Warner Brothers kind of moved the rights to someone else, it's to Universal now too. Anyway, so um, yeah, so that was one of the most disappointing ones for sure. And then a disappointment, it's not a bomb, thankfully, mm-hmm. for Illumination, because they made this movie for only $60 million. But The Secret Life of Pets 2 has to be seen as somewhat of a disappointment. Because right. the first Secret Life of Pets movie made $875.5 million. I mean, that is a huge number for the first Secret Life of Pets. The second one made less than half of that at $433 million worldwide. Uh, again, thankfully, Illumination keeps their budgets down to about $60 million, so it's okay. I mean, it still did what it needed to do, but I mean, that is that is a very stark drop from one movie to the next. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, that was one of the big ones when I, when, I, when I was bringing up the sequel and stuff like that. And then even going back to King of the Monsters not opening to what we all thought it was. And these are some of the movies that I... I thought were going to be like really big hits for uh, the year and stuff like that. So I mean, it just it just didn't do anything. And we know, have on yeah, a, 
Angry Birds 2 is the the other animated film that just did didn't do anything. It made 147.4 million worldwide right. off of a 65 million dollar budget compared to the first one which made 352.3 million worldwide off of a smaller budget. So again, I mean it made less than half of what the the first one did. I mean it just took a huge nosedive. Uh I guess if you're not Disney and you're not Pixar sequels are not the way to go for no, animation. No, no, I mean, no. I guess How to Train Your Dragon too. Uh, DreamWorks can pull it off to a point, but these smaller studios need to stop with the sequel. <laughs> but even like, see, like, even like the sequels that did do okay, I still remember us not like being surprised at how much it didn't do as well as the first one. Because that's happened all throughout this year, um, yeah. capping it off with The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker um, opened up to about like $40 million less to, um, to from The Last Jedi. We had Toy Story 4 that opened up a little bit less. We had uh, King of the Monsters that opened up a lot less from Godzilla. Uh, then we had It Chapter 2 that opened up, I mean, $20 million less than um, than It 2017. So just uh, even, even in that aspect, like even though those movies at the end of the day did well, but it's just like the fact that we're expecting these big monster numbers because of the first, the original, and how good that opened. And then, like, audience was just like, meh. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah. Just, uh, looking at this, uh, Terminator Dark Fate is another pretty oh, much bomb. Uh, exactly, I mean, yeah. it, it's another sequel that did nothing. Open to 29 million. It's made 261 million worldwide, but its budget was 185 million yeah. dollars. That's too high. But even comparing Genesis, which we all hated, opened a little bit lower to 27 million. But it ended up making 440.6 million worldwide. I mean, it blew the doors off of Dark Fate at Worldwide Box Office on uh, about the same budget. So Terminator Dark Fate. I mean, this uh, I don't know. Nobody wanted this. Rambo. And then, um, Rambo. And then like one of the other ones that like um, who did like one of the rare like it's crazy. It's 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 crazy that one of the the sequels that did better than its predecessor jumanji the next level as much as you whatever you think about the movie i mean it, it did much yeah, better than the first it's obviously one, so. on its way uh we'll see if it has the legs to pass it at that worldwide box office and reach a right. million but right. at the very least it's keeping pace i mean it's over 700 million worldwide exactly. at this point i mean it's killing it but yeah we still have uh like I said, Rambo did worse than the 2008 one. MIB International, we haven't talked about that yet. Oof. And it, it was also, I mean, it's made back two times its budget, thankfully for it. But it is by far the lowest in all of the Men in Black series. Again, not adjusted for inflation. <laughs> it is worse than the original Men in Black. So... It's made $253.9 million worldwide off of a $110 million budget. That's, le again, less than half, pretty much, of the next mm -hmm. lowest. The original Men in Black made $589.4 million worldwide. I mean, that's what in the world? Even Men in Black 3 made $624 million worldwide. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Mom, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened, but I just like, like that's, I hope next year is going to be a better year for some of the sequels. We'll see, but it's definitely, it's definitely going to be very interesting to see how it goes down and should whatnot. Just, yeah. Should we use Shaft to be the middle point between <laughs> bombs and sequels? Because this is a flat out bomb, y'all. Oh, Shaft. I did. No one went to go. No one went to go see that. And I'm kind of glad too. This I feel like cost 35 million to make. It made twenty one point three. <laughs> yeah, like no one went to go see that movie, so that was that. Was... All right. So with that being said, um, let's get right into the straight up like flops of the Oof. year, the movies that just just did not cut it. Um, let's start. Let's start this off with one of the biggest flops of the year, of quite frankly, in a long, long time. Uh, let's let's honest. Let's get into this. Um, uh, I don't even know where to start. There's so many. Um, how about the Goldfinch? The Goldfinch. This is like one of the worst I've ever seen ever. Um, <laughs> the Goldfinch, $45 million bu uh, budget. Global global box office of $9.9 million. What what what's your what, what is this, Larry? Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, in a year of the entertainment, you know, for older folks and older generations, 
nobody cared about this. So nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I mean, 9.7 off of such a budget. Not even Ansel Elgort crying about his mama watching the movie on Instagram is going to do anything for it. I just, I mean, yeah. That is one of the worst, like, multipliers. One of the worst deficits for a film, uh, I mean, in a long time. Certainly of this year. Whew. Yeah, uh, I remember, the, like, the Goldfinch, and then I have, like, um, an- another another one that, that just opened up in theaters, uh, Cats. Uh, I Cats. mean, obviously, that one is going to make more money than it's currently sitting at. But here's the problem. It already had a $95 million budget, and they're reworking it sending it back out into theater. So who knows how much money they just spent to put fur onto hands and whatever else they decided to do. <laughs> right. Right now I have right now I have the I have the budget at hundred million. Yeah. Um, that's probably after all the all the like extra VFX work. Um and now it's sitting at ni- at ten point nine million dollars on its like second weekend of release. So I don't know what's going on there, but let's talk about some of the other flops. What do you got? So we have another, like, historically bad flop was Playmobil the movie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank God for the worldwide numbers, because here in the U.S. it barely cracked a million dollars. It opened at 656000 in over 2,000 theaters. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Oh. It cost $40 million to make Playmobil the movie, and worldwide it's made 137 I mean, that is just <laughs> horrific. Another animated movie that was a bonafide flop was Arctic Dogs, which cost $50 million, And I want to know where. Where did that $50 million go? Because it wasn't in the animation. The animation was untextured mess. Uh, but it cost $50 million. Worldwide, it's made $8.52 million. Oh, oh my God. God. That I mean, is that awful. Is, that's, yeah, that's even worse than the Goldfinch. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> It's terrible. Um, and then we have movies like Ugly Dolls. Not, not like I mean, it did. It not, I mean, not nearly as bad as these. Not but nearly as bad. Good. Richard uh, Jewell. Richard Jewell's a big one. Like, yeah, uh, um, Matthew McConaughey Rich- just did terrible this year too with the Beach Bum and Serenity. Yeah, he did awful. Yeah, Serenity cost twenty five million dollars to make and it only made fourteen point five million worldwide. Uh, even the Beach Bum, it only cost five million to make, but guess what? It only made four point five worldwide. So, <laughs> Matthew, what you doing, Matt? Come on, McConaughey, the the yeah. Renaissance is over. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. And then you got movies like here, like. Uh, like uh, Rich Warner Brothers again, what a really really tough. They had a really tough year this year. Uh, Warner Brothers, they did uh, Richard Jewell, uh, had about production budget of forty five million. Right now it's still in theaters, but right now it's sitting at nine point five million globally. Um, that is not that is no bueno at all. So. Clint Eastwood, he may not want to retire, but he may be forced with these kind of box office numbers because. This is terrible. I mean, that's horrible, horrible numbers for him. No, his numbers don't do well. And then we have um, uh, we have some other flops, but not too too crazy flops like Gemini Man, one seventy three global. It barely box made back box. its budget too. Barely one thirty eight million its production budget. Charlie's Angels one of the bigger flops of the year. Barely um, made back. Thank God, Charlie's Angels only <laughs> cost forty eight million to make. At least they million. kept that. But again, looking back, the movies that came out in 2000 and then that sequel, they made over $200 million worldwide. Exactly. It just, I mean, 57 million worldwide. (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it's just like they, they tried, um, they tried this whole thing with the new, with this, this unknown kind of cast of the only one in the cast that, that people really knew about was Kristen Stewart, but there's not a lot of Kristen Stewart fans out there. fans don't really like her. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't know what they were thinking as far as, like, that movie goes. Gotta talk about um, Hellboy here, too. Hellboy. Oof, Hellboy is, like, Hellboy, one of the worst. A $50 million budget, and so far it's made $44.6 million worldwide. Didn't even make its budget back. A huge downturn from the Guillermo del Toro films. Just a mess. I mean, oh, my God. I, I also remember that. Remember that movie came out in like week three. It was like off the uh, box office like charts. Remember that? It was just we were searching. We yeah. were looking all the way to the bottom and couldn't find it. Oh my god! Forty-four million. I mean, that's terrible. Um, then we have some other like sleeper bombs here. 
I mean, just looking at this list, the sun is also a star, only made six point six five million. Even though it only cost nine million to make, still wasn't yep. even able to make that. Um, uh, how about replicas? Replicas thirty million dollars production yeah. budget, uh, <laughs> four million global growth. God, that is, that is yeah, awful. that is wretched. Yeah. The kitchen, um, the kitchen, cost yeah. thirty-eight million to make and only made fifteen point nine million worldwide. One of, the, um, one of the biggest flops to start off the year in January. Uh, we have the kid who would be king. Uh, production yeah. budget sixty million, um, global growth thirty two million. So yeah, I mean, barely made back half of what it spent. Exactly, and seven Those million. Budgets, I, mean, I never include marketing. That's the problem. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Motherless um, Brooklyn uh, cost twenty six, only made sixteen. I mean, there we had a lot of pretty notable. We had a lot of <laughs> we had a lot of rough ones. I, I, I can keep going here. Miss Bala, $15 million production budget, global gross of $15 million. We have cap, we have captive state that no one knew about $25 million budget with eight. Uh, listen, listen to this global gross of $8 million. Like what happened? Here? I didn't even realize uh, captive state cost that much to make. See, some of did. these movies, I'm like captive state. There's no reason you should have cost over 10 million to make, to make. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I'm just like, I don't know. Still oh my god! Make your budget back, but we forgot about token. I mean, we don't see how much the production budget is right here. I don't, I don't have it, but I know the global growth for it is seven million dollars, and I know that's not the budget. Or <laughs> not the budget. So I mean, people forgot a lot of these movies we're naming even came out, and they all got wide releases. These yeah. aren't even indies. We we don't talk about indies on here because usually those have small budgets. So <laughs> exactly <laughs> talking um, about mainstream releases, y'all, that were released in like over two thousand theaters that made nothing. And I'm going down this list, and I'm so disappointed. Like this this year, like as much as like there's been some really really good hits, um, the bombs kind of outweigh the hits a little bit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this year this at the is... box office, it's been like Disney or famine. Either you're Disney. You're a, a horror film that found a way to break through, or you're mm. the Joker, or you're a bomb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just what it is. I don't know. I really don't know what's going on here. But um, all right, uh, speaking of that, let's get, in, let's get into some lighter, some lighter stuff. And let's get into the hits of the year. So yeah. obviously, we'll get into the biggest hit of the year, and that is Avengers Endgame, production budget of $356 million, global box office $2.79 billion. Great number. <laughs> Almost made eight times its budget back because it did cost quite a bit. But when you're in Avengers Endgame, you can have that big budget. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because um, you know what you're gonna get. I mean, yeah. I don't even think they knew they was gonna get this much because yeah. I remember that opening week. I was floored by that opening week in number. Yeah. I was floored, like you know, I get. I remember I get so I get I get so jitty, like 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 giddy and stuff when a movie is doing so well and I have to report about it and stuff online. Um, like I remember like we were getting the Thursday records and the Friday yeah. records, and I'm like, oh my, this is gonna be humongous and stuff. So yeah, um, I mean, it made back its entire budget in one weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Just domestic, like that doesn't count the worldwide uh, opening weekend. Just here in the U.S. and Canada. Um, and that's and obviously, we'd be remiss to not talk about the fact that it did take over the number one spot, the highest grossing film of all time over Avatar as well right. in its quest to two point or sorry, yeah, two point seven nine billion. Right. Um. But I, I, Avengers Endgame did really well, and I'm happy that it did so well. But I have to talk about. I think the biggest, the biggest. Uh, takeaway from this from this year's box office is joker i think a 55 million dollar budget movie to gross 1.06 billion dollars globally is incredible that's almost that's honestly more incredible than avengers endgame's number a little bit just because like we you don't see this stuff like this you know so um i definitely was not expecting this much from joker i from joker i expected total 350 million you know what i'm saying um but still would have been great you know exactly that's that's the thing it still would have been a great haul for a 55 million dollar movie but 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 once again it was like one of those weekends where i was getting i was getting giddy again i was getting all these reports about the numbers about the records that it was breaking especially when i enjoy a movie i just love hearing that it's doing so well um um, this is one of so that's one of the biggest my one of my one of my biggest takeaways from the year, which is yeah. Joker's incredible run. That if, number if is cra- it's still doing, going. 
yeah, if we're doing just money made, Joker is the biggest hit of 2019. Uh, it made uh, by the end of its run, it'll pass it, but it's almost made 20 times its budget back, oh which is That's incredibly yeah. insane number. That's by far the best multiplier from budget to worldwide gross of any film of 2019. So yeah, I mean, in that, in the terms of sheer profit versus reward. That's the that's the winner of 2019 is Joker. Yeah, it, it's honestly incredible. And I'm so happy that it did so well. Um, going into some other hits of the year, we had The Lion King, whether it like um, spies the critic, the critic, you know, the critic, <laughs> non critically acclaimed. Uh, we have a $260 million budget, $1.6 billion global. So that's a pretty good number. Huge number. Um, global uh of course as we were talking about earlier disney we have frozen 2 we have captain marvel we have toy story 4 and aladdin all over a billion dollars aladdin is another one i think actually we're all a little bit shocked by that one is a little bit of a a surprise of the year i don't know that any of us actually anticipated aladdin finding its way to a billion dollars but there it was Right, we and then going into the superhero genre, we have Spider-Man: Far From Home breaking that billion dollars. Uh, Shazam did okay, did pretty good for the most part. Um, they, I mean, they were warned to the second movie, so that's pretty good. Um, as far as action movie goes, one of the biggest hits of the year once again john wick chapter three did really well um production budget of 75 million global box office of 327 million dollars so that's pretty good uh, another movie that i was not expecting to do this well but it opened up pretty good for like in like foreign and foreign places once upon a time in hollywood 90 million dollar budget 372 million dollar global box office really good yeah, and then Knives Out just passed $100 million today, yes, actually, yes, at the yep, domestic yep. box office off of a $40 million budget. So it is mm-hmm. going strong, still hustling out there for an original film, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also looks like Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, is, is, is kind of creeping up there. It, pa- yes. <clears throat> it passed $500 million, which is good. Yeah, it's almost so. $600. By the end of the weekend, I'm sure it'll be right around $700 million worldwide, which, I mean, it's still doing great just when looking at that opening box office number to see the decline from The Force Awakens down to The Last Jedi and then a pretty steep drop to The Rise of Skywalker. It's a little bit alarming, but, you know, we're going to take a break from Star Wars on the big screen, I think, for a hot minute. We got the Mando going on, so, right. you know. Uh, here domestic, the there are several films that broke four hundred million dollars worldwide. So Frozen Two just did it to become the latest. But yep, Avengers yep, yep. Endgame uh, made eight hundred and fifty-eight domestic. We had uh, Captain Marvel four hundred twenty-six domestic. Toy Story Four four hundred thirty-four domestic. Um, and then obviously Rise of Skywalker is going to get there as well. But those are all great numbers for those films. Yet again, Disney, um, right. <laughs> the lone uh, yeah. company up there, even Joker or Far From Home didn't make that much here in the States. So we got like um, we got a little bit of a sleeper hit right here with Fast and with Pop. Yeah, it's actually had much better legs. Uh, that's the thing with Fast and Furious. It, you know, the the no matter what it does here, it's kind of turned into the new um, Transformers. Where yeah, even if it yeah. just performs good here, okay, well, that international China particularly, that box office is gonna get a boost. <laughs> right. So that did um that was doing pretty well. So yeah, this um. As far as some other hits, yeah, you have all your Disney's and stuff. We'll see yeah, how next year's goes. But um, overall, what do you take from this year's box office? And then we'll get into some predictions for next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the big takeaway obviously is just it was it was kind of the year of Disney. Um, was, we mentioned yeah. we mentioned Far From Home. Obviously, Sony gets the majority of the credit there. But let's be real, they had an assist from Disney <laughs> uh, to get it game, to the number. Yeah. Then we have Avengers Endgame, Captain Marvel, Aladdin, Frozen, all the ones we've talked about. The outside of Dumbo not really performing and Maleficent still making a profit but underperforming. Uh, it's been a pretty uh, and then Disney Plus with with the ratings they're getting over there and the great stuff. I mean, they've had a great year. Warner Brothers, uh, they just need to be thankful for Joker. Uh, I said that was Agreed. the biggest. That was Agreed. the biggest profit of the year, and they needed it. I mean, they really, really needed Joker 
because yeah. if if we're going by if we're going by like studios right now, um, the best year obviously is for Disney. Um, say what you want about monopolies, all that stuff. I know everyone has their has their own opinion and whatnot. But Disney, as far as kind of demolished this year, they, I mean, listen, they map out their years. They they map out their years really well. You know, mm-hmm. they they knew at the at the end of the year they had a plan for Frozen and. Uh, Frozen and uh, The Rise of Skywalker. The middle of the year, they have their plans for those remakes and Avengers Endgame. Beginning of the year, you have your Captain Marvels. You have all your, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you they mapped out. They they map out. They do what they got to do. They map out their years really well. I mean, you can't blame them. And then you go to you go to studios like Warner Brothers that just Lionsgate did not have a good year as well. Like Warner Brothers just. They just, it was flop after flop after flop. Like 20th Century Fox, too, even though that is a part of Disney. But like some of the movies that was coming out through there was just like a flop. And Universal did, I don't know, it's they just got, a they lot. Got of, and Shaw. That was about it. <laughs> yeah, mean, they you know got what about, I mean? Every other studio got like a hit on the board, and then everything right. else is like, ooh. And I think the what's saving Disney, uh, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, whatever you want to say, is that they really focus in on those blockbusters. They don't have a lot of smaller releases until maybe the 20th Century Fox stuff starts kicking in. But that's really where Warner Brothers has flopped. Uh, yeah, the yeah. releases did okay. Like Shazam didn't do great, but it did fine. It mm-hmm. Chapter Two did fine, did but fine. it's all of these like awards contenders. It's all of these middle of the road movies that just bombed hard. Yeah, just talked yeah. about Richard Jewell. I mean, they've had movie after movie after movie this year that just bombed. And, la- <laughs> and that's and that's not the if you think that Larry, if anyone out there thinks that Larry and I have like this like hate over Warner Brothers, no. last year they had they had a really good year last year. A really good year last year. I don't know what happened this year. It just it was just a mess. Last year they had they had the Meg that did pretty good. They had Crazy Rich Asians. They had a Star is Born. They had a they had a pretty good year last year. Had uh what was they what was some of the uh, Aquaman breaking a billion dollars. Like then uh, then this year it just they just went off a cliff, and I don't know what happened. Uh, hopefully, they can pick something. I mean, next year they have some good blockbusters coming yeah, out so we'll with see Wonder pretty, Woman. It was pretty early on. Uh, see if Birds of Prey can live up to at least the box office that Suicide Squad did, or get in that same range of Suicide right, Squad. Right. We got Wonder Woman '84, which I I hope doesn't bomb. I hope it's amazing and does amazing, but I guess we'll see. What else? Yeah, is next year we have. have? Some- Oh, we have some the, big ones. We have they, some big oh ones. Oh God! Is wait, does Warner Brothers are the, are they still the release or is it Universal that oh, wow. has Godzilla? God, yeah, no, they have them. That's 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 they have them. it, right? See, that's, that's another problem. Yeah. <laughs> but see, and now we have Kong versus Godzilla next year for Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. That let's see, is it going to bomb? Mm, I uh, I don't think I we're don't confident know. anymore. <laughs> yeah, also, what I do think is gonna, I do think movies like I do think movies like Wonder Woman in nineteen eighty four. Tenet is gonna be really good for them as well. Um, I yeah. hope. I think Tenet's gonna do pretty good. Um, yeah, we also mean, have. Has, we all are, are they Dune? Are they Dune next year? I are, are are they Dune next year? Yeah, Dune. Dune is that is that Warner Brothers? Ooh, I don't. I don't know if I'd count that as a certified hit though. I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, I know. I am, uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous. I'm excited for it, but I'm scared. <laughs> And then as far as like other studios for Disney, uh, they have Mulan next year. They have Onward. They have Black Widow. They have The Eternals next year. Um, they have, have Artemis Fowl. I don't think that's going to do well. Sorry. The Jungle Cruise looks bad, too. I don't know. Um, Fast and Furious 9 is also next year for Universal. They'll, they'll probably need to use that. Uh, we have Doolittle for Disney. I don't see anything for that number as well. Next year for, for, uh, for Sony, we have Morbius. I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, one of the as far as horror goes, we have The Grudge opening up next weekend. We have The Invisible Man, Halloween Kills. Um, you know, it's. I mean, I hope 2020 is better. Uh, the Conjuring Disney, Three is next we're year as see well. Disney take a downturn. So they had a great year this year, but I just I don't I see the lineup. I don't see the lineup next year for Disney. I would have. Uh, Mulan agree. is not a sure bet like The Lion King was. So. Yeah. It, it's more along the lines, I think, of something like maybe Maleficent. I mean, it is a Renaissance film, so who knows? Like the movie's like Artemis Fowl. Fowl. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna do well either. I Captain mean, yeah. Black so Black Widow. Black Widow. I can imagine doing like Captain America number 
there's, you know, like good, but nothing amazing for that. Eternals is a big question mark. We'll see. I don't know. Black Widow. Black Widow, honestly, I think I think it might do lower than Captain Marvel. Black Widow, I'm going to go because cause there's a gap from Endgame. No, no, no. Yeah, I said Captain America is the one I think it'll do. Kind of like how oh, Captain America. Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, I think. No, I, think I don't it, think it's going to oh. touch Captain Marvel numbers. Yeah, I think it's Captain Marvel for a minute. Yeah, no, I think it's going to. No. I think it's going <laughs> to. I think the lowest it'll go is like 85, 90, you know. Yeah, I think it'll do like Thor, like those earlier ones, like Iron Man, Thor, the first right, ones. That's right. what I think it'll kind of do. It's a smaller scale movie, you know, and they're not going right. gangbusters. Uh, and again, they lost their chance to be innovative with it. So the, they lost their chance to push the envelope. And now, you know, it's cool. It's, it's, it's true. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, so um, we'll see. What do you but think like, about Furious Nine. What do you think about Fast and Furious Nine? Furious, I don't know because they 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 do really well. And although I hate those movies, um, they 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 open really well. There's an audience for them. Hobbs and Shaw did pretty good, like legs wise and stuff worldwide. Yeah, I know overseas. a lot of people did not like Furious Eight, but that made a ton of money. Yeah, overseas it's good to do bonkers like i mean are we kidding it's gonna do really well overseas too um you had the you had the addition of john cena and stuff so we'll see we'll see but um hey i mean it looks like that's it that's it for yeah. the year 2019 a lot of uh, ups lots of downs <laughs> lot of ups, lots of downs hopefully you and i um uh i just want to i honestly from the bottom of my heart Larry, i want to say thank you for doing this show with me it's been a hell of a year for the box office beatdown <laughs> show um thank you for for, thank you for like weekly listeners like Jaden um, for listening all the time and giving his thoughts and stuff. I know I don't always answer those like his opinions as far as like you know um, when he when he responds to our shows. But th- thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Um, and, and and everyone who makes this show one of our one of our top shows of um, one of our top shows on the channel. I really appreciate it because this is one of them. One of the things I love to talk about, I love box office. I love the numbers. Um, next weekend, we're gonna, we won't have a show this weekend for Sunday, but we will have a show next weekend. It will be our first show of the new year. So that's yeah, gonna be exciting. Coming back for 2020. Yeah, so our, ne- our next show will be, um, I think it's, I think it's January like 4th or 5th. Uh, no, yeah, January 5th will be our next show. Um, and I'm excited because that's where we'll talk about. So we'll get, we'll get into all the 2020 movies and that's where we'll see what 2020. When he has in store for us and stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited. Even though January is a really tough month for box office. We'll oh, yeah. see. <laughs> we'll see. But, um, yeah, th- Larry, thanks you. Thank-, thank you once again. Thank it's been you. a hell of a year. And, yeah, so um, that is it, everyone. That is episode 41 of the Box Office Beatdown, the last episode of the Box Office Beatdown for the year 2019. Thank you guys for joining us. Larry, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you, what's coming up on your channel. Yeah, so you can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. So I just posted up my worst movies of 2019 video, so that's there on my channel. Um, coming up, I am going to have my December ranking video up amongst all these other, you know, countdowns. I'm going to be doing like my favorite characters in film for 2019, as well as more of a collage style rather than a countdown style of my top 30 favorite movies of the decade. So all of that should be coming as well as most anticipated for 2020. Um. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about those lists too. God. End of the year is so crowded. <laughs> so much stuff. Um. So, all right, everyone. So, I did have. Um. As far as for the Cinemania World podcast, uh, I did have a plan to do our best movies of the year tonight, but it's looking like I have to get all this stuff situated for the awards and whatnot. So, I think I'm. I get back from New York on Tuesday, so I think I'm going to push that to Tuesday. Um. Our best of the year and stuff, like literally the final day. We'll see who's available to do that. That do that show really quickly and. So stuff and then i think tonight tonight i will be back for a show for our best and worst of tv uh top 10 so that'll be tonight hopefully around like eight o'clock nine o'clock i'll get that uploaded but we're still uh doing our nominations for the cinemania world awards if you want to go yes. vote go on and go on our twitter and vote all the uh most of the nominations are there i think the last one i put up was the horror of the year i'm gonna put up another one i think i'm gonna do indie of the year next and stuff so um stay tuned for all of that but yeah it's a lot of work over here on my side so i think i'm, <laughs> I think I'm gonna do one more show tonight later on with savannah and a special special guest savannah because shannon could not be on tonight's show so tonight i'll probably do that one more show 
And then I will get into all the Cinemania World Awards. And then Tuesday, most likely, will be our best of 2019. Um, and that is it, everyone. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. We'll see you guys January 5th for episode 42 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. And that is it, everyone. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.